podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Brums, the word from anything but footy, brought to you with Kukri Sports, the official kit supplier for Team England. And Birmingham 2022, well, that is now next week. I am actually beginning to think about packing my bags, ready for 12 days of fabulous sport, fun and the friendship that only the Commonwealth Games can bring. I'm Michael. And I'm John. And don't forget your toothbrush, Michael, or plasters, because you always get injured during a game. <laughs> but seriously, we're so excited that in just a few days' time, more than 400 Team England athletes will be descending on the Midlands, along with thousands from around the world, to put on a sporting spectacular. You are talking about the time I was put in a wheelchair during Glasgow 2014, aren't you? I, I don't like to mention it too much. In this uh, latest episode, uh, we are focusing on cycling as we focused on athletics in the last episode of Brums the Word. We are joined by three of Team England's newest cycling stars. Hello, I'm Georgia Holt and I am a tandem pilot for Sophie Unwin. So yeah, my name is Joe Truman. I'm a British track cyclist, specialising, I guess, in the team sprint, sprint, Kieran. And yeah, this will be my second Cornwall Games, so I'm looking forward to it. Hi, I'm Abby Smith. I'm on Team England doing road and time trial. But even those three can't go throughout an interview without mentioning Dame Laura and Sir Jason Kenny. Hear about the team leader and the new coach. Also coming up on Brum's The Word, have you got your Team England merch yet? Are you ready to support the pride? Stay tuned for an exclusive discount just by listening to this podcast Rums the word from anything but footy. And in our news from the games, they're still coming. Team England confirms its athletes for the 3x3 basketball and men's hockey and find out what's really coming home this summer. This is Brums the Word with Cookery Sports, a podcast from anything but footy. Four years ago, the Commonwealth Games were held in the Gold Coast. I might have mentioned I was there. The track cyclists weren't, actually. They were in Brisbane, about two hours up the road. Uh, Team England won 13 cycling medals across track, road, mountain and paracycling. And now at Birmingham 2022, 35 more cyclists have been confirmed to go for gold in a team, as John mentioned, led by the greatest British female Olympian of all time, Dame Laura Kenny. This will be only her second Commonwealth Games, having given birth to her son Albie in 2017 and previously winning gold in the points race at Glasgow 2014. I remember her telling us she'd literally just eaten porridge for a few days, having been ill in the run-up to the event. Once again, she'll be competing in the London 2012 Velodrome, the venue for the track racing at these Commonwealth Games. It is, of course, the venue she made her name, literally met Jason, and everything else in her world changed. She's joined on the squad by double gold medal-winning Paralympic champion Steve Bate, Olympic Omnium champion Matt Wells, Tokyo silver medalist and world Omnium champion Ethan Hayter, Mountain Bike World Champion Evie Richards and Paralympic Silver Medalist and Road World Champion Sophie Unwin, whose new tandem pilot is Georgia Holt. We'll hear from her and 2018 Silver Medalist Joe Truman, who's back in the sprint team after injury, in conversation with John in a moment. But first, Cycling Weekly's Domestic Rider of the Year for 2021, fresh from the Women's Tour, road cyclist and time trialer Abby Smith. Firstly, congratulations, because it's an important day. Yes, really important. It's very, very special. So um, I feel very honoured to be a part of Team England. When did it become apparent that it was going to happen? And how do you get told these things? 
Um, it was it was my coach actually over email um, not very long ago. I think because obviously you have to wait until every until they know all the details and everything. But it was uh, an email saying, "Oh, by the way, uh, you've been you've been selected." <laughs> so <laughs> that was um, oh such a surprise. It was it was brilliant, and I couldn't tell anyone at that point, which is always difficult. So um, so not even family friends. Um, technically, no. Um, I I hinted, but I didn't use any words. <laughs> they couldn't actually give it away. So. I suppose with your events as well, there aren't tickets that people have to go and get because it's the fact that it's road. Yeah, you, you yeah. can turn up. Assuming. Yeah, exactly. You just come and stand on the pavement. So um, <laughs> the more the merrier. I'd say. <laughs> Particularly for the time trial, it's very, very, very useful to have people either shouting your name or just just cheering you on it's so important so um yeah it'd be it'd be great if if more people could come down to watch as it's free (laughs) yeah i think it's going to be a a really great event it's a home event but it's not something that you're not used to because obviously you've just finished the tour of britain yes yeah so women's tour was brilliant it was so many people out and out cheering us on and um it was (laughs) i've been signing autographs and i just keep thinking it wasn't I was like two years ago, maybe, that I was the one who was getting autographs. And uh, yeah, I remember, um, yeah, getting, having a little autograph book with all sorts of names in there. And it it feels really strange um, to kind of be in the elite world now rather than on the fan side. So you know I'm going to ask the obvious question. Have you got Laura Kenny's signature? Uh, I think I actually do. (laughs) And yeah, I've trained with her. Since have you then. told her? No. <laughs> no. I don't think I'd live that down. <laughs> there we go. We've just broken the news to the nation <laughs> that Abby Smith is a fangirl. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> what does it mean, in all seriousness, to be on a team with Dame Laura? Oh, it's, it's incredible. She's um, such an inspiration, as well as you know being able to work a family around it and... Um, being the most decorated female Olympian is something that I would aspire to be. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure if I can win that many medals, let alone one. But um, I mean, it's something to aspire to, and just having her influence and inspiration is is really important. So you started reasonably late for cycling. Is that fair? It was about sixteen. Yeah. yeah so I did triathlon for about eight years so you did ride a bike <laughs> yes yeah but um i was a classic triathlon can't handle can't do anything just <laughs> falls off a lot i mean i still do all those things but less of it <laughs> so um yes it was i uh i did triathlon for a long time and it was just i i was okay at the swimming but i just didn't enjoy it and i think when you stop enjoying something there's there's no point and I entered a few youth cycling events and got spotted there. So um, it's it's all gone. It's just spiralled very, very quickly since then. And how does that process work? Do you get like a tap on the shoulder saying, would you like to go to British cycling? Yeah, so um, I was uh, one of the national youth events and there's always the coaches there just looking out for riders. And I, I got myself in a breakaway and um, it was Ben Greenwood, who's now on, he's, he's the coach of one of the men's endurance programs. And he invited me onto the junior program. Um, and yeah, so I had to learn track at that point, <laughs> which is a, a big step. Um, uh, but now I've, I've transitioned back to just, just road, which is 
where my where my heart lies I would say so um yeah he he spotted me and uh, I feel very lucky in lots of ways that it's everything's kind of just slotted into place to get me to where I am now Tell us about how the team works. Obviously, the time trial, it's you against the clock, and and that's pretty simple. When you were in the team event Mm. on the road race, who who gets priority? Is there a lead rider? We haven't had any discussions about it yet, but it's a fairly flat course, which does limit uh, some possibilities. So, for example, it's most likely to be a bunch sprint. So we will have designated sprinters or sprinter of which we will be working for and leading out. Some people may be trying to go for breakaways or trying to make it a hard race, split it up. So um, yet to be decided, but I can pretty much tell you that I won't be sprinting. <laughs> I will be doing some kind of job for someone, which I'm more than happy to um, because we have some great sprinters and some really, really good riders. So I'm um, I'm very excited for the team that we've got. It's a really, really strong team. It, it may not be a sprint, you know. There may be breakaways. There, there may be crashes or things that happen in the race. So um, cycling is one of the most unpredictable sports. So um, it's it's hard to say exactly what will happen. So, yeah, my name is Joe Truman. I'm a British track cyclist, specialising, I guess, in the team sprint, sprint, Kieran. And, yeah, this will be my second Cornwall Games. So I'm looking forward to it. Really excited. Home games as well. It's been my favourite velodrome, London. Um, so I'm just excited to get going really and I think it's a bit different riding for England because obviously day in day out with GB and we get, all get split up into Team England Scotland and Wales and Northern Ireland so um, yeah I think it's it's exciting to a bit of a change in Jersey as well Does there come a little bit of a rivalry in yeah, Commonwealth sure. years? You feel extra sort of special because you're riding against people you train with day in day out and yeah your, uh, your teammates become your competitors for a race um, so it is different because yeah, we'll be doing. We'll be training here up until the games. The Welsh will go to Newport, and some of the Scottish guys in this team are going to go up to Glasgow. So we all get split up for a bit. Um, but I think it's just another element of excitement, really. And obviously, it throws up sun spanners because we train as a for team sprint. We train in a three, um, and obviously that's a mix of all the nations. So then we get split up, and we've got to sort of work around how we're going to do that again. Um, but I think that makes it even more fun, to be honest. So, for example, Jason Kenny, where does he go? I think he'll. Team as, England, as I'm coach. Presuming, yeah, yeah, that's I'm what I mean. Team England. Um, What's it like being in in the team sprint team at the moment without Jason on the track? It doesn't feel too different, really. Um, you know, he's obviously still there every track session, um, and usually in terms of efforts, you're focusing on yourself. Um, so for me, my job's the same, um, day in day out on the gym or on the track, sort of focusing on my own performance. Um, so in that respect, it's quite similar. Um, but it's obviously good to have him around and sort of share some experience and some tips and things like that um so yeah no, it's, it's nice and we're obviously we're training in derby at the minute we're not in manchester so that's a bit of a challenge as well but i think when we get back to manchester and we're all settled again um we'll have a new new gym and new um new facilities there um i think it'll be really really positive because although birmingham 2022 mm. is literally down the road here yeah, from derby <laughs> we're not here no. for the commonwealth games because yeah. the, the size and specifications yeah. are not right mm. here manchester's being redone mm. so you mentioned earlier about about london being yeah. the velodrome what's it like being at that 2012 yeah, venue L- london's crazy like i mean it's pro i'm not sure 100 percent, but i'm pretty sure it's the most spectators like the highest spectator of velodrome in the world i think we get nine thousand now when it's packed out um and i raced the world cup there few years ago um, and that was yeah packed out crazy experience um, even though it was only a world cup it felt like a huge event um, so 
yeah, I think for me, it's probably my favorite track just for the atmosphere and sort of how it feels to sort of go to the venue knowing the history it has, or the short history, but big history. Um, and yeah, I'm just really excited to go there, really. It's a bit close to home for my family and friends, um, being from Portsmouth or Hampshire originally. So it's not too far for them to travel either, so it makes it even even better like that. But you're slightly far away from Birmingham mm. as, as as the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. The opening ceremony yeah. is the Thursday. You guys start on the Friday, yeah. I think. I think, yeah, there's obviously other things you do miss out. Um, and it, But it's been the same for us in Gold Coast. Four years ago, it was the same. We were in Brisbane. Um, and it was the same for the guys in Tokyo last year. They were in Izu when, obviously, everything's going to happen in Tokyo. Um, so I think as, as a track sprinter, it's something that happens quite a lot because velodromes are quite hard to come by, I guess. But I think for me, my focus is on the performance and, yeah, doing the best I can in my events. Um, and obviously, that would be a great experience. But if it meant... I'm a bit fresher and I can go better in, a, in one of the races and I'd happily sort of leave that stuff. Silver medal in the Gold Coast mm. four years ago. Yep. Where are you at in comparison with that form-wise, do you think now? Form-wise, I think we're better. I'm hoping as a team we'll go faster. Um, then obviously that's only one part of it. It's also what other teams are doing. Um, but for us, we're just focusing on our, our, ourselves. Um, I think individually, in our individual events, I'm quite hopeful I'll go, I'll go well. Um, it's been a... I've been... 18 months now back from injury um, and I've not really had an opportunity to sort of go to an event with full focus on individual events um, and although Commonwealth Games is still team sprint focused there's a slightly more emphasis on sprinting Kieran as well um, so that'll be good fun You're sitting in your kit at yes. the moment or Team England yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cookery kit what, what's it like wearing Team England and I, I understand that cookery kind of came and talked to the cyclists about uh, um, to make sure that the kit works for you guys yeah, the cookery stuff's good. Um, we had it obviously four years ago. It's very comfy, very yeah, very usable. I still use quite a lot of the Gold Coast kit in training um, now. Um, so I think obviously that speaks speaks volumes of the longevity of it. And you're one of 35 in Team England. Really? Um, Dame Laura Kenny would be a big name mm. in there. It feels like a new generation is coming through, though. Mm. I think I'm somewhere in between now. Yeah. I was 25. Um, four years ago I was probably one of the younger ones and now I'm sort of somewhere in the middle um, but yeah there are a lot of young guys in our team we've got Hamish Turnbull who's going to be slightly younger and we've got Hayden Norris who's I think he's 20, 19, 20 um, so it's exciting to have that sort of enthusiasm in the team as well um, sort of a first time at such an event um, so I think we've got a good mix of uh, experience and youth I'd say Hello, I'm Georgia Holt and I am a tandem pilot for Sophie Unwin for this year's Games Firstly, Georgia, congratulations for being part of Team England. How does that feel? Oh, amazing. Honoured. Uh, really honoured to be part of it. Um, I haven't done an international before. Um, and I, I've been piloting for, well, six months now. So, yeah, really exciting. It's all jumping the deep end with it all. <laughs> um, it's just been a whirlwind. So, yeah. So the obvious question is, how does someone become a pilot on a tandem? Oh, um, so I ended up in it accidentally. I'd had various trials with the Olympic squad, didn't quite make it a couple of times. Um, and then the opportunity for the tandem pilot came in. Um, Laura Faki, her pilot was rehabbing. So we did nationals together. Um, we won nationals. So that was really nice. Uh, we had had a long together. And then a few coach changes. Laura is now happily pregnant. So I've had a change of stokers a couple of times. So for commies, I'll be with Sophie Unwin because she is English. So... We're together for that. I was going to say, certainly Laura is multi-medal, gold medal winning Paralympic legend. Yes, absolutely. So I felt 
really at ease competing with her. Um, I learned a lot from her. And then, yeah, I think I'll learn a lot from Sophie as well because she went to the Games and it'll be nice to be with someone who's experienced in that as well. So tell us about your new partnership then with Sophie. So Sophie Unwin is the double Paralympic medalist from, from Tokyo. Correct. And going, obviously, for Team England. Yes. So Sophie and I are partnered up. Normally, she'd be piloted by Jenny Hull, who piloted her at the Games. However, uh, she will be partnered with Libby Clegg for the Games. Sorry, lots of names. Um, so Libby is my actual partner. For ease of nations, we've had a little swap, which is quite exciting. So I know Sophie well. We've been training in Newport together um, when we were based down in Newport, uh, probably January to March time. So I saw her a lot then. And I'm always interested to know whether you have to be mates to be on a tandem. Um, I feel like I get on with everyone on the team. Like The whole team's pretty sound, so there's no... There's no wrong characters in the group at all. Um, I get on with Sophie well, I get on with Jenny well and Libby. Um, I think, yeah, it's, it's pretty crucial, to be honest. Um, you do everything together, you know. The pilot makes decisions on the sprint day. You've got to make sure you're in time on the start line. So, yeah, to get on helps a lot, especially when you're giving each other feedback after each effort that you do in training. Being able to take that on board well or not is pretty important. Um, being able to take the feedback from each other as well as coach and figuring things out together is really important. Commonwealth Games is quite unique that you have para sport on a par. It's yes. really important to see that. Hugely. I'm so happy that it's integrated. Um, it, it gives us such a platform, and that's something that hopefully will be coming normal in the next few years. Our 2023 World Championships are in Glasgow, and that is everything integrated, from mountain bike to track to road, everything and including all the para. I, I can't remember. There's a big number of world championships on the line for that one. Um, but that's all integrated, and I hope that that shows. And commies, of course, as well. I think 10% of our athletes are para this time, and I hope that grows and that it shows that it should be integrated. There is no reason why it can't be. So you're wearing the kit today. The very comfortable kit. How I'm does it happy. feel? Oh, just have a line on your chest is something um i've only been riding for four years so to be here now is insane i i would never have pictured myself here i i was talent id so i rode horses before this um so if i ever thought i was going to go to a games i would have been on a horse rather than a bike so to be here in this kit that is really nice um i'm excited the skin suit looks amazing red and white which is as as the flag says so yeah no really excited and of course, the venue, although we're in Derby today, the venue for the Commonwealth Games is actually the London 2012 velodrome. The, yeah, big velodrome to be in. I think it's sold out um, and to be there with the home crowd will be amazing. And we, we do enjoy that velodrome. It's quite an electric atmosphere that it all creates. Uh, we race there domestically throughout the years um, on solo bikes, what I have. Um, so it'd be nice to be on a tandem there. And do you have any memories of London 2012? Because what's now 10 years on? Oh, yeah. Um, so at the time I was 12. <laughs> and I remember going, we watched the eventing, the equestrian cross country. So we went there um, and that. So that was at Greenwich Park. That was, that at, was at Greenwich, That yeah. was incredible. Oh, it was such an atmosphere. And I so wish I'd been a bit older so I could have really appreciated it. Because I now look back and I'm like, wow, I can't believe we were there. Um, even the volunteers helping you cross the road, they were they were just filled with like so much enthusiasm. And I really hope that comes to Lee Valley again because it, it just brings the atmosphere from the outside in. And I think that velodrome will just like house it really well. Um, so yeah, th that's my me best memory. Um, I think my dad and my brother, they went to the 
park so they were like oh what's this massive pringle looking thing <laughs> turns out it's the velodrome <laughs> um, so yeah to be there again is just gonna be surreal really yeah you've reminded me we used to call it the pringle yeah i think we did it definitely looks like a pringle we went there in march for a race um but yeah and then my mum's also volunteering in the velodrome as well so she's that desperate to be there with me as well. <laughs> so that'll be nice. That's fantastic. But I'm really excited. Yeah, we can certainly tell. Well, thank you so much for talking to Anything But Footy. No, thank you. Georgia Holt, Joe Truman and Abby Smith speaking there to you, John. And interesting, listening to those brilliant interviews. Abby used to be a triathlete mm. and actually trained with the Brownlee brothers, neither of who are going to be in Birmingham at the Commonwealth Games. But Team England's Georgia Taylor-Brown is. Absolutely. So, yeah, Abby was was to saying how she, she came into the sport of cycling quite late, didn't really like the swimming. And what she was saying about the Brownleys just and Georgia Taylor Brown, just what a great relationship that they had and what an inspiration they were for all the athletes training in Leeds and, and working with British triathlon uh, in Leeds at their base. And it, it was really good to see. And you talk about, we talk about it so much, Michael, don't we, about the legacy that the Brownleys have left, but it really is there. And actually, Abby said to me that she still meets up with, with Johnny and Georgia uh, most weeks for a couple of training sessions that they will do as part of her, her cycling routine. So it, it's good that they still have that relationship relationship uh, as well which is which is really important and of course you mentioned unfortunately Johnny Brownlee won't be competing at the Commonwealth Games now in the last week uh, he's confirmed that because he injured that elbow in Leeds a few weeks ago uh, in the Leeds triathlon event uh, he's desperately disappointed that he can't compete he's just not ready uh, to go for Team England this time which is a huge loss uh, for them in the triathlon and also in the last few days fellow Olympic champion Katie Archibald has pulled out through injury from Team Scotland. The cyclist had shoulder surgery at the beginning of the year, but since then she suffered a, get this, a back fracture, COVID, concussion, broken collarbone, another surgery, and two sprained ankles and a big ballooned leg. Ouch, is all I can say. We wish Katie all the best and, and we'll sure we'll see her back on the track for Great Britain uh, very so- shortly. But it's interesting, Michael, isn't it, with the Commonwealth Games? There's a few concerns still about Adam Peaty, Duncan Scott missed the World Swimming Championships. Are we going to see some of our big Olympians not competing this time? Yeah, it does happen with Commonwealth Games. I remember in in 2018, a lot of the big names, certainly in track and field, missed the Commonwealth Games just because of the scheduling of it. It coming very early in the programme. Uh, It was held in sort of February, March time back then. And 2014, of course, in Glasgow, you'll remember there was quite a few of the, the London 2012 heroes that didn't make the start line in Glasgow. So we didn't see the likes of Mo Farah or mm. Jessica Ennis. We did see Laura Kenny. We did see Bradley Wiggins in the in the cycling. We did see Tom Daly in Glasgow. We won't see him in Birmingham. We won't see Max Whitlock in Birmingham as well. It's, it's just an, an interesting question of scheduling, I think, for some of these guys. And I think for the likes of Max Whitlock and Tom Daly, we've spoken about that before. They've both taken the year off after the Olympics. And I just think the fact that the, the Olympics was delayed by a year yeah. has just impacted slightly on what's happened for the Birmingham Commonwealth Games. Absolutely. This is Brum's The Word with Cookery Sports still to come in our news from the Games. It's the return of the relay to the West Midlands. More Team England. And Scotland. Athlete announcements as well. And just for listening, you can get your hands on some summer savings and look the part too. Go to the full range of official Team England merch 
My daughter says we have to call it merch. We can't use the word merchandise. They've got some great sports T-shirts, long sleeves too. It's all available at the website, cookcrewsports.com. And you can save yourself 10% as well by using the code. It's exclusive to us, ABF2022, an exclusive offer just for listening to Anything But Footy. So on to the news from the games now, which, as we keep saying, is literally days away. And Michael is packing. Have you got enough shorts Michael, because I, I had to call my wife from Glasgow in 2014 when she was coming up to, to stay for a few days and say, can you bring me some more shorts? Because it, it, we'd run out. It's always the dilemma at this time of year. Can I still get into last year's summer wardrobe with the expanding waistline? <laughs> now, Team England's men and women's 3x3 basketball squad has been confirmed after a whittling down process since the end of May and tournaments in Romania, Serbia and France. The eight players competing at the iconic venue of Smithfield, right in the centre of Birmingham, will be Chantel Handy, Sheridan Green, Hannah Jump, and Shanice Beckford-Norton for the women. And Jamal Anderson. Kane Henry. Miles Hessen. Who's from Birmingham, in fact. And Orlan Jackman as 3x3 makes its Commonwealth Games debut. Now, we've been calling it three-on-three, mm. but I spoke this week to Stuart Keller, who is the CEO of Basketball England, and he told me 3x3 is Excellent. what we should be calling it. So... Every day is a school day. Uh, <laughs> after winning bronze four years ago, seven of the players returned for the men's hockey side for Team England. Sam Ward was the tournament's leading scorer four years ago. He selected alongside Liam Ansell, David Condon, Brendan Creed, David Goodfield, Chris Griffiths and Phil Roper, who's playing in his third Commonwealth Games, having won medals on the Gold Coast and also in Glasgow. Zach Wallace is the captain of the 17-man squad, but spare a thought for Liam Sanford, who was injured on the eve of the tournament. His replacement, as we record, is yet to be announced. Hockey runs from the 29th of July to the 8th of August, the venue, the University of Birmingham. And that's the next competition for England's women's hockey team as well, after being knocked out of the World Cup in Holland. After thrashing Korea in the knockout stages 5-0, Holly Pern-Webb's team lost a hard-fought quarter-final against Argentina 1-0. Giselle Ansley and Sophie Hamilton both forcing the South American goalkeeper to make two great saves in the last few minutes. So it's back to Birmingham and the opening match for Team England Saturday, July 30th against Ghana. Now, it's covered 294 days. It's visited all 72 nations and territories across the Commonwealth. And now this week, the Queen's Baton Relay is back in Brum. Well, the West Midlands for now, anyway. Highlights this week before its arrival at the Alexander Stadium for the opening ceremony on Thursday, the 28th of July, next week, <laughs> including a trip down the River Severn in Shrewsbury, wakeboarding at Chasewater, the Black Country Living Museum in Dudley and abseiling down Galton Bridge in Smethwick. It'll continue its culmination into Birmingham on the 27th and the 28th. And I was so lucky I didn't get to carry it, despite the fact I've been tweeting on numerous occasions recently that I was available uh, to carry the uh, baton. It actually came down my street. Well, you're in, uh, literally outside your house? Just around the corner from my house, okay. but about 200 metres from my house, yeah. Wow. So uh, it just came past us, and uh, it was brilliant. The fact that we've had some fantastic weather 
recently as well. Really helped. Loads of people came out to see it. I was a bit disappointed that I was trying to convince uh, certainly my girls' school that they should bring the pupils out to see it because the school is just at the other end of yeah. the road as well. But yeah, it came down lunchtime on a uh, Thursday for us and uh, we saw it and it was just absolutely fantastic. And I just think, and I remember when, when the torch came around for, for London 2012, I just think it's an event that just begins to bring a bit of expectation and excitement. I've seen so many pictures and videos on social media from people that have seen the baton come near them mm. over the past few weeks. And I think it just like makes people then start to sit up and notice that, you know, the Commonwealth Games is in Birmingham and it's next week. Next week. And it really is coming home. You see, literally outside Michael's house. Now, this is Brum's The Word from Anything But Footy, brought to you with Cookery Sports, the official kit provider for Team England. For all your bespoke sportswear needs, visit cookerysports.com and continue to follow us as we count down to the Commonwealth next week. Podcast Network.